You're listening to the Business and Barbecue Podcast, hosted by Tim Harridge. Tim Harridge is an active entrepreneur who built and sold six companies by the age of 40 and enjoys sharing the ups and downs of business and entrepreneur life. As for the barbecue, that's just something he has a passion for and likes to share as well. Here's your host, Tim Harridge. All right, all right. What's cooking, everybody? Tim Harridge here, and welcome back to the Business and Barbecue Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about procrastination. Now, I personally have been putting off (laughs) doing this episode. I was in church yesterday, and I was thinking about the things wrong in my business. And I was thinking about some of the things I could do better. And it brought me back to a familiar topic. And that topic is procrastination. Procrastination is something I've always struggled with. Procrastination is one of those things I believe most entrepreneurs struggle with. Procrastination is not laziness. Many times entrepreneurs procrastinate because they have so many things in their mind that it's hard to make sense of it all. Many entrepreneurs procrastinate because they have so many good ideas and so many things that come to their mind it's hard to know where to start. As I was sitting in church yesterday, I was reminded of a book I first read back in the early 2000s called Eat That Frog. Eat That Frog is a book that was published in 2001 by an author named Brian Tracy. It's one of those books that if you go to enough seminars or you attend enough masterminds or meetings, you will hear of the book. So this morning, I hopped in my Audible app on my phone, downloaded the book, and today I listened to it again. Now, if you're like me, on Audible, I listen to books at about one and a quarter to one and a half times speed. This book is short enough that you can actually get through it in less than two hours. There are a lot of golden nuggets in the book, and I just thought... I would go through them, talk a little bit about some personal experiences, talk about the struggles I have, talk about some of the struggles I've seen other entrepreneurs have, and see if together we can't go down a road that will help us avoid procrastination, help us focus on what's important, and help us get the most out of our time. And at the end of the day, for me personally, since I like to spend most of my time with my wife and children or eating barbecue, but it takes a lot of money (laughs) to do the things that we like to do when I work, I need to make my work really work and make the most out of my time. So today we're going to talk about Eat That Frog, what Eat That Frog is, what it means to me, and how I think that you and I can get the most out of the valuable lessons in the book and apply it to our businesses to make more money with less time. And just like last time, I'm going to talk a lot about Audible. Again, I'm one of those people that's always on the move. Audible has been a big help for me, not only learning new things and listening to new books, but more often than not going back and reviewing books that have been important to me or been impactful to my life. So a quick word about Audible, and then we'll be back to dive into eating frogs. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash TH and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash TH to get started today. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, audio original shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. Books in my library include Think and Grow Rich, Richest Man in Babylon, and Rich Dad Poor Dad. Go to audibletrial.com slash TH today, get started with your free trial, and claim your one free audiobook. 
One of the fun things about doing these podcasts is it really forces me to go out and research ideas and topics. As something comes to my mind and I think it would be a good topic or, or some content for the podcast, in order to fill the time, I need to go out and do research and make sure I'm not just operating from my gut and I'm more operating from a factual conversation. So I went out today, I listened to the book on Audible, then I started doing research and I read all the web documentation and just kind of pulled away some nuggets and I wanted to go into those nuggets and just talk about what I read, what I saw, what I see. So first, Mark Twain once said that if the first thing you were to do each morning is to eat a live frog, you can go through the rest of the day with the satisfaction of knowing that is probably the worst thing that is going to happen to you all day. Your frog is your biggest and most important task. The one you are most likely to procrastinate on if you don't do something about it. And I don't know about you, but for me, that just rings very, very true. So I listened to the book again today, pulled away some nuggets. I'm going to talk about a little bit of it. Obviously, I can't cover two hours worth of Brian Tracy's content in 30 minutes, but I pulled away kind of the, I would say, three different areas and some of the more impactful things that were said in the book to me that I wanted to share with you. But again, I highly recommend you hop on over to Amazon or hop on over to Audible Grab a copy of the book, go to Brian Tracy's website, check it out for yourself and see what you pull out of the book. So I think it all really starts with the six P's. Now in the Marine Corps, we said this a little differently, but the non-explicit version is proper prior planning prevents poor performance. And that rings very true in most all areas of your life and your business, your life and your business, the, the way they work together. So when you look at the seven steps that are recommended in the book, I think it really kind of sets it all out. So step one, they say to avoiding procrastination and, and being ready to eat that frog, so to speak, is decide exactly what you want. And I think that's really important because as we'll talk about later, setting priorities, many times we take on many more things than we really plan to. Many times we take on all of these initiatives and ideas that don't really have a lot to do with our real desires in life and in business. Many times we find ourselves working on things because it's busy work or someone else thinks it's important and it's not exactly what we want. So step one in the book, and I definitely highly recommend it, sit down, go through what do you want. Some of the things it says is think on paper, shut off your phones, turn off your notifications, don't be in front of a computer. I know a lot of us like to use all these fancy technology tools to plan, but think on paper. Just grab a yellow legal pad or a sheet of paper out of the printer and just write down, number one, what do I really want? And that's step two. Write it down. It becomes a goal. It becomes something that is a focus. It becomes what's important. Because once it's written down, you really do need step three to set a deadline. Go out, set a deadline. So number one, this is what I want. Number two, it's written down. Number three, I'm going to have it by this date. Step four, make a list of everything required to complete your goal. If what you write down in step one is, I want $10 million, right? and say you're an audacious human being and you write down that you want it by December. Well, there's going to be a lot of things that are required for you to have $10 million by December. And you really do need to, on a sheet of paper, just start writing a list of the things that are going to be required 
to complete the goal. Those things can range from quitting your job to paying off debt to potentially securing new debt to increasing advertising to refining your sales process, hiring an accountant. There's a lot of different steps that are required to achieve one's goals. And all too often we set a goal, but we spend a lot of time thinking about the goal and dreaming about the goal, but we actually don't go through the process of figuring out what the steps are that are required to complete the goal. And once you've done all that, you move on to step five and you organize your list into a plan. By organizing your list into a plan, what you have to do is you have to start figuring out what needs to happen first. You have to start figuring out, are there additional barriers to completing the goals? There could be in your list in step four, in your list of required items to complete your goal, there could be items that are dependent upon each other, right? For instance, if you're talking about setting up a new website, you're going to need a hosting provider before you have a template installed. You're going to need your template installed before you start designing the architecture of the site. You're going to need the architecture of the site design before you start working on menu structure. There's all these things that you have to do. And many times one item on your list is going to be dependent on another. And so it's really good to organize your list into a plan. Number six is probably the thing that I personally am best at. It's take action immediately. It's not, okay, here's my plan. Now I'm going to think about it more. Take action immediately. In the book, one of the quotes I wrote down was, an average plan vigorously executed is far better than a brilliant plan on which nothing is done. In my primary occupation as a real estate investor, this is what I've seen time and time again. I have seen aspiring entrepreneurs and investors come to monthly investor club meetings for years and years and years. And they attend every meeting and they take every note and they sign up for the training and they're always planning and thinking and planning and thinking and planning and thinking, but they're never doing. And I'm just here to tell you that that nothing will happen without it being done. You've got to start taking action. You have to start pushing the log up the hill. You know, the paralysis by analysis impact can happen a lot when entrepreneurs are planning something. So just to recap, step one, decide exactly what you want. Step two, write it down. Step three, set a deadline. Step four, make a list of required items to complete your goal. Step five, organize your list into a plan. Step six, take action immediately. And finally, step seven is resolve to do something every day. This is most likely why the old saying, it's a marathon, not a sprint, is used in business so often. In business, very little things of consequence happen immediately. Most things that are important take time. They take action and reaction. You're going to get things wrong. There's something you're going to do one day that you may have to redo the next day. But by taking action and being resolved that every day you're going to do something to move the progress needle forward, you'll just be surprised at how much you actually do get done. You know, some of the words I hear people say is, well, when this happens, then I can, right? Then I can. I wrote a blog years ago about my youngest son. We started 
telling him that he wasn't allowed to say, I can't, right? So it's funny. We as adults, we go around telling our children, you can do anything you want as long as you try. You can do anything you want as long as you try. But then as adults, we tell ourselves, oh, I can't do that. I can't quit my job. I have to pay for my kid's private school. I can't quit my job. My wife's a stay-at-home mom. I can't start a business. I have bad credit. I can't, I can't, I can't. And the saying is that we always, you've heard it forever, can't never could. And so what we taught my son when he was very young was instead of saying I can't was to say I'm having trouble. And then when he said, I'm having trouble to say, I need help. And so for me, one of the things I want to share with you is as an adult, as an entrepreneur, as a business person, learn to say you're having trouble. Learn to ask for help. You know, Put your pride aside and call for backup. Many times I find entrepreneurs I talk to, their wives are highly educated and highly capable, but their ego won't let them ask their spouse for help. I'm one of them. I'll tell anyone that Jennifer's smarter than me because she is, but oftentimes I don't want to ask for her help on something because I want to be the savior. I want to be the person that is making the money. I want to be the person that came up with the great idea. I want to be the person that can say, look at what I've done for my family. And I'm just here to tell you that if to be the hero isn't what you wrote in step one, stop trying to be the hero and just ask for help. So decide what you want, write it down, set a deadline, make a list, organize your list, take action and be resolved to do something every day. And another thing that Mr. Tracy talked about in his book that gets in the way of many successful people, it's the inability to say the most powerful word on earth. And that is no. And literally I've had to go to personal counseling about being able to say no. I say yes to anyone and everyone. I don't want to upset anyone. I want to make people happy. I want to win friends and influence. I want to be the smartest guy in the room. I also want to make people happy by helping them. I I really do enjoy helping people. So I say yes, and I say yes, and I say yes, and I say yes. And almost all the time, it works out that all my yeses add up to a very important no. And that no isn't to someone else. The no is to me. The no is to something I want. The no is to me going hunting. The no is to me going fishing. The no is to me taking my wife on a trip that I want to go on, right? Many times, all the yeses add up to a no to what you really want. And I'm here to tell you, you may be listening right now and... All the yeses in your vocabulary may be leading to you saying no to what you actually write down in step one of this process. And it's for real. So go through the steps. Think about what you want the most. That's really the whole thing behind the Business and Barbecue podcast. It's what I hope to do for you and with you. So work on that. Think about that. Do it now. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about setting priorities. Start collecting more leads in minutes. Not only do I use HubSpot's free CRM, but I also use their free marketing tools. Start turning visitors into leads today. Sign up for free at HubSpot.com slash TH. With HubSpot Marketing Free, you'll have everything you need to convert more visitors into leads. Sign up for free today and it's free forever. Sets up in seconds and works with any website. With HubSpot Marketing, you can capture every qualified lead, see who leads are and what they're doing, and analyze and improve your conversions. Get HubSpot Marketing Free for forms, analytics, pop-ups and email integration for your site. No contract or credit card required. It's a risk-free way to see what inbound marketing can do for you. Start turning visitors into leads today. Sign up for free at hubspot.com slash TH. 
One of the things I have to work on is setting priorities. So in the book, they talk about setting priorities and what Brian Tracy refers to as the ABCDE method. This method is very important. I believe it should be used often. Personally, I am very guilty of not prioritizing my work and then over committing. And many times the busy work gets the best of me and then the important stuff never gets done. If you own or manage a company that's in outside sales, I can tell you this is where salespeople struggle the most. And so conversely, it's where you can help your salespeople generate more revenue the most. So let's talk about setting priorities. Now I said it's the ABCDE method. I'm going to actually start in reverse. Most people cover this in, in, you know, from A to E, and I'm going to go from E to A, and I think it helps a little bit better. So E, eliminate. Go through and figure out the things that you are doing that you do not need to do anymore. And you've heard me talk about this on the other shows. Part of the entrepreneurial trap is doing things because you've always done them, not doing things because they need to be done. So sit down and think about your day today. Think about your day yesterday. Think about your days last week and try to identify three or four things that just don't need to be done. Write them down and find a way to get them out of your life. D stands for delegate or outsource. One of the things I recently delegated was editing this podcast. I started out with a copy of Adobe Audition and a microphone and I would record it and I would really flow and I felt good about it. And then I would spend three, four, five, six hours working on editing, cutting out the ums and the ahs, trying to learn how to master the sound, listening to it over and over again to see if it was perfect, wondering if I left a part off, if I could just edit it down? If I Is it too long? Is it not long enough? Did I miss something? I better listen to it again. What I found out is I better stop doing that. I need to stop editing podcasts. So I stopped. As I record this one right now, it's the first one that I am sending off unedited. And I know the editor's listening to that right now thinking, oh gosh, there's some pressure. But there's not because good enough is good enough and you don't have to be perfect. One of the things I recently eliminated is the first couple episodes of this podcast. I videotaped it as I recorded it. And then I spent all this time matching up the audio with the video and changing the camera angles. And then I just thought about, I said, that just doesn't need to be done. So I stopped doing it. And it makes recording this a whole lot easier. C is things that are nice to do. Find the things that are nice to do, but aren't really required. You'll find this is often things that you enjoy. Making video sound bites of the podcast. Eating lunch with someone that hits you up on Facebook and says, hey man, let's catch up. Allowing someone to pick your brain or networking. Many of these things are nice, but they may not lead to success. And to me, the success, right? You got to go back to the previous chapter of this. Success is number one. It's the thing that you exactly want. That's success. Reaching that is success. Success is not being the person that everyone recommends for everything. That's popular. Success is having the thing that you want most. And that's why earlier we talked about writing it down. Category B of your priorities is should versus must. So The things that you should do, those really kind of fall into category B. And every business is different. There's really no way for me to give you examples of what the shoulds are, right? A must is file taxes. A should is attach a PDF of every receipt or a JPEG of every receipt to your online QuickBooks transaction. Now, a nice to do would be a detailed description of everything in the memo field, right? So on the shoulds, you just want to be clear if it's not a must, it's a should. And if it 
should be done instead of it would be nice to do, then it's not a C, it's a B. But on the A's, the very important, serious consequences. These are your must. These are the things you must do. As Brian says, these are your frogs. And these are those things that just, they're not negotiable, right? You have to file your taxes. If you don't file your taxes, you have to file an extension on time, right? I mean, there's all these things that you must do that fall into category A. And many times in all of these categories, you'll have multiple, right? You may have five, six, seven category A items, things that are very important. There are serious consequences if you don't do them. And even if you're an employee, right? If you don't fill out your quarterly report, you could get fired, right? That is an A. But once you come up with several of them, you've got to then number them A1, A2, A3, A4. And what happens is the A1 is the biggest, ugliest, slimiest, nastiest bullfrog you've ever seen. And this book will teach you. And what I believe is if you'll just eat that frog, the world gets a lot easier. So that's really all I have to say about this book. I highly recommend the book. I hope you go to audibletrial.com slash TH. Go ahead and get your free credit. Download the book. Like I said, it takes less than two hours to blow through it on one and a quarter, one and a half speed. It's a really easy listen. It will enlighten you. There's a lot of other time management tips and tricks in there. After you take a look at it, pop on over to timherridge.com. Find this episode in the podcast notes. Let me know what you thought. If you have any other good book recommendations, drop them below. Say, hey, Tim, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this book or that book. If you like this type of episodes where it's kind of a book review, let me know. I'm more than happy to do more of them. If you have some time, hop on over to briantracy.com. That's B-R-I-A-N Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y.com. On his website, you'll find an article about eating frogs. There's a free PDF download that you can get there. Like I said, listen to the book on Audible. The book's title is Eat That Frog. The author is Brian Tracy. It is a book that I highly recommend. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about barbecue. If you don't know that about me, barbecue is something I really love. I haven't really went outside of the Dallas-Fort Worth area the last couple weeks. We've been pretty busy with getting ready for Easter and my oldest son's graduation. This week, I'm hitting the Pecan Lodge on Thursday. I'm looking forward to getting back down to Austin in the month of May. There's a couple spots down there I want to try. I'm going to be venturing over into Fort Worth. There's a new barbecue restaurant over there that I heard is a microbrewery and is serving up some really good cues. So we're going to hop over there probably next week, the week after. If you're not in the Business and Barbecue Facebook group, just go to Facebook and search Business and Barbecue. You can join the group. We had a little group networking lunch last week. It was really impromptu. We're thinking about doing some more of those. A question that dominated a lot of the topic was hiring practices, how to screen out candidates, different ways to find the right person. There's a man that I respect more than anyone in the field named Ken Chanel. We're going to try to get him on the show here soon. That's really it. As always, I really appreciate your time. Stop by timherridge.com. You can find all of the podcast episodes there. Check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Tim You'll find hundreds of videos there from me. Search Tim Harridge in YouTube. You'll find some of my old real estate investing training videos that are free. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just turn to Alexa and say, Alexa, play the Business and Barbecue podcast. It would mean the world to me if you would take a minute of your time to give this show a rating on all of these platforms. It will really help us broaden our reach and spread our message. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Comment below. Let me know how we're doing. Until next time, keep cooking. Thanks for listening to the Business and Barbecue Podcast. Make sure you check out our other episodes and stop by timherridge.com to say hi. We want to hear from you. Until next time, keep Keep cooking. cooking.